Hello and welcome back. This is Barbara Wainwright with Linda Galicchio. We are recording The Power of Now, A Guide to Spiritual Enlightenment, written by Eckhart Tolle. And today we are on Chapter 4, Mind Strategies for Avoiding the Now, Section 5, Freedom from Unhappiness. I hope that you have your copy of The Power of Now and are following along with us. Welcome, Linda. Hi, Barbara. Hi, everybody. So glad to be here today. Yeah, me too. Okay, freedom from unhappiness. Do you resent doing what you are doing? It may be your job, or you may have agreed to do something and are doing it. But part of you resents and resists it. Are you carrying unspoken resentment toward a person close to you? Do you realize that the energy you thus emanate is so harmful in its effects that you are in fact, contaminating yourself as well as those around you? Have a good look inside. Is there even the slightest trace of resentment, unwillingness? If there is, observe it on both the mental and emotional levels. What thoughts is your mind creating around this situation? Then look at the emotion. Which is the body's reaction to those thoughts? Feel the emotion. Does it feel pleasant or unpleasant? Is it an energy that you would actually choose to have inside you? Do you have a choice? Maybe you are being taken advantage of. Maybe the activity you are engaged in is tedious. Maybe someone close to you is dishonest, irritating, or unconscious. But all this is irrelevant. Whether your thoughts and emotions about the situation are justified or not makes no difference. The fact is that you are resisting what is. Very important sentence there. You are resisting what is. You are making the present moment into an enemy. You are creating unhappiness, conflict between the inner and the outer. Your unhappiness is polluting not only your own inner being and those around you, but also the collective human psyche of which you are an inseparable part. I'm sorry, that is just so powerful, that statement right there. Being aware of and recognizing that our unhappiness not only pollutes our inner being, but those around you and even bigger, the collective human psyche of which we are an inseparable part. The pollution of the planet is only an outward reflection of an inner psychic pollution. Millions of unconscious individuals not take responsibility for their inner space. Either stop what you are doing, speak to the person concerned, and express fully what you feel, or drop the negativity that your mind has created around the situation and that serves no purpose whatsoever except to strengthen a false sense of self. Recognizing its futility is important. Negativity is never the optimum way of dealing with any situation. In fact, in most cases, it keeps you stuck in it, blocking real change. Anything that is done with negative energy will become contaminated by it and in time give rise to more pain, more unhappiness. Furthermore, any negative inner state is contagious unhappiness spreads more easily than a physical disease mm. through the law of resonance it triggers and feeds latent negativity in others unless they are immune 
that is highly conscious. I love that. So if you're highly conscious, you're immune to negativity. I love that. (laughs) Yeah, me too. In the first sentence, it says, stop what you're doing, speak to the person concerned and express fully what you feel. I think that today in, in this world, our default is to the negative. And I'm not sure why, but it just seems that way to me. And telling someone, okay, stop when you're feeling bad with a person or you're feeling not bad, but resistance to that person because you're having a feeling, a negative feeling about them and tell them about it. I don't think a lot of people really want to do that. In my opinion, the reason why people don't speak up about their feelings is fear. They have fear of rejection, fear of uh, retaliation, just fear. And where does that stem from? Probably their childhood when they were scolded for speaking back to their parents or stick, you know, trying to stick up for themselves. I believe that's totally fear-based consciousness. Yes. And, and the ego is telling you, put that mask back on, put the mask back on. You don't want anyone to really know you because what if they don't like me after I tell them I don't like something about them? And so that's the ego trying to protect ourselves. But when we get farther along, more authentic, it becomes much easier to tell people what you feel, whether or not they accept it. I love it. Thank you. Are you polluting the world or cleaning up the mess? You are responsible for your inner space. Nobody else's. Just as you are responsible for the planet, as within, so without. If humans clear inner pollution, then they will also cease to create outer pollution. And so we can see in this time in our lives, there's a lo- not a lot of letting go of inner pollution here. And so we come together in a collective negativity because we haven't done our inner work. Right. And I think this is a key sentence as well. Unhappiness spreads more easily than a physical disease. Yeah. That's, Wow. So true. What they say, misery loves company. Well, we act that out all the time. Yeah, I heard, I've heard that. Misery loves company. You're right. There it is. Wow. Okay. How can we drop negativity as you suggest? By dropping it, how do you drop a piece of a hot coal that you're holding in your hand? How do you drop some heavy and useless baggage that you are carrying? By recognizing that you don't want to suffer the pain or carry the burden anymore, and then letting go of it. Deep unconsciousness, such as the pain body, or other deep pain, such as the loss of a loved one, usually needs to be transmuted through acceptance combined with the light of your presence, your sustained attention. Many patterns in ordinary unconsciousness, on the other hand, can simply be dropped once you know that you don't want them and don't need them anymore. Once you realize that you have a choice, that you are not just a bundle of conditioned reflexes, all this implies that you are able to access the power of now. Without it, you have no choice. And that, that is the other thing that I realized, I don't know, never thought about it, but when I started doing this stuff, we have a choice every moment in what we do. And when we become aware that we have a choice, we can choose a different way. Like Eckhart says, just drop it. Wow. (laughs) You have to be conscious 
enough to be aware that you're carrying a burden that you need to drop. We were so taught by everybody, teachers, everybody, the culture, everything that we need and want is outside of ourselves. And I think I said this before, but it's so key for me is that that's not true. Everything we want is inside of us. But, you know, this is a whole new language. It's a whole new way to think of things. And it happens very slowly, but I believe it will happen. Yes. If you call some emotions negative, aren't you creating a mental polarity of good and bad, as you explained earlier? No. The polarity was created at an earlier stage when your mind judged the present moment as bad. This judgment then created the negative emotion. But if you call some emotions negative, aren't you really saying that they shouldn't be there? That it's not okay to have these emotions? My understanding is that we should give ourselves permission to have whatever feelings come up rather than judge them as bad or say that we shouldn't have them. It's okay to feel resentment. It's okay to be angry, irritated, moody, or whatever. Otherwise, we get into repression, inner conflict, or denial. Everything is okay as it is. And I think so many have come from the culture of it's bad to have your feelings, don't cry, don't this, men can't cry, you know, all of that that we know about. I think if we're really easy on ourselves and we say it's okay for us to have those feelings, no matter what anybody else says, we're much more likely to do it more often. I think that it's great when you're conscious enough to recognize that you have an emotion that is not serving you. And then you have the choice to let it go. Of course, once a mind pattern, an emotion or reaction is there, accept it. You are not conscious enough to have a choice in the matter. That's not a judgment, just a fact. If you had a choice or realized that you do have a choice, would you choose suffering or joy, ease or unease, peace or conflict? Would you choose a thought or feeling that cuts you off from your natural state of well-being, the joy of life within? Any such feeling I call negative, which simply means bad, not in the sense that you shouldn't have done that, but just plain factual bad, like feeling sick in the stomach. How is it possible that humans killed in excess of 100 million fellow humans in the 20th century alone? Humans inflicting pain of such magnitude on one another is beyond anything you can imagine. And that's not taking into account the mental, emotional, and physical violence, the torture, pain, and cruelty they continue to inflict on each other as well as on other sentient beings on a daily basis. Do they act in this way because they are in touch with their natural state, the joy of life within? Of course not. Do they act in this way because they are in touch with their natural state, the joy of life within? Of course not. Only people who are in a deeply negative state, who feel very bad indeed, will create such a reality as a reflection of how they feel. Now they are engaged in destroying nature and the planet that sustains them. Unbelievable, but true. Humans are a dangerously insane and very sick species. There, he said it. That's (laughs) not a judgment. It's a fact. It is also a fact that the sanity is there underneath the madness. Healing and redemption are available right now. Excellent. 
Coming back specifically to what you said, it is certainly true that when you accept your resentment, moodiness, anger, and so on, you are no longer forced to act them out blindly, and you are less likely to project them onto others. But I wonder if you are not deceiving yourself. When you've been practicing acceptance for a while, as you have, there comes a point when you need to go on to the next stage where those negative emotions are not created anymore. If you don't, your acceptance just becomes a mental label that allows your ego to continue to indulge in unhappiness and so strengthen its sense of separation from other people, your surroundings, your here and now. All of the, the world's woes is because we all think we're separate from each other. Actually, we're not. We don't know that when we're in a human being's body. But if you do some inner work, you will be able to sense that between you and other people, that we're really all one and not separate. As you know, separation is the basis for the ego's sense of identity. True acceptance would transmute those feelings at once. And if you really knew deeply that everything is okay, as you put it, and which of course is true, then would you have those negative feelings in the first place? Without judgment, without resistance to what is, they would not arise. You have an idea in your mind that everything is okay, but deep down you don't really believe it. And so the old mental emotional patterns of resistance are still in place. That's what makes you feel bad. When you're living in a place of now, there's no thinking about the past and the future. And the past is a negative thing. There's a lot of negativity to it. So we want to let go of that and just live in the now. Because in the now, you really have no problems. That's okay, too. Are you defending your right to be unconscious? Your right to suffer? Don't worry. Nobody's going to take that away from you. Once you realize that a certain kind of food makes you sick, would you carry on eating that food and keep asserting that it is okay to be sick? Well, that's the end of this section. And there's a lot of great content in there. I'm just, you know, thinking about how people want to justify having their emotions and being upset about things and oh my gosh. And in reality, if they're present right there in the now, there isn't anything to be concerned about. You're breathing, you're alive, everything is okay, and you're worrying about it isn't going to change a thing. So be here now. Be here now. All right, everyone, we'll see you next time. Bye, everybody. Bye, Barb. If you've enjoyed this podcast and you'd like to go deeper into a spiritual conversation and perhaps even earn a credential as a certified spiritual coach, we encourage you to go to our website, lifecoachtrainingonline.com and check out our courses or give us a call at 800-711-4346. 